I speak to you in the name of the living God, blessed Trinity, and lover of your souls. You may be seated. Okay, if you love dust, raise your hands. Oh, I did see a couple of hands. That's awesome. So for most of us, dust is either a precursor to a mildly obnoxious household chore or a disgusting sign of the visible accumulation of dead biological matter <laughs> that we just prefer remain imperceptible to our eyes. But once you begin noticing the dust in the house, it's hard to unsee it and hard to unsee the places in your life that have remained untouched for weeks or months, accumulating these tiny signs of death. How long has it been since I picked up that book? You may wonder to yourself, have I lost my sense of adventure or wonder or self-work? And suddenly that dusty old book can represent the death of self-care. When was the last time I actually lit that candle, you ask, as you wipe it down with a rag and try to remember if it was last Christmas or Christmas three years ago that I hosted that friend party uh, with a warm candle glow? And suddenly the dusty candle represents the death of the social life. Dust. It has the capacity to highlight those long-forgotten aspects of our lives that we may wish that we'd remembered. Dust reminds us of things left undone. Now, my wife may not believe it, but that's really why I don't dust as Lent approaches. See, it's how I do my spiritual inventory check. Dust can help us remember that we are dust in the season of Lent. This time set aside in the church to lament what we have left undone and take on practices to help us do them again. Are there corners in your soul that feel like they're gathering dust? For some of us, spraying a version of a lemon-scented pledge all up in the corners of, a, of all that stuff is what Lent is about. A return to a clean heart and a tidy spiritual life. And for others, the dust of Lent, it may actually point us to the things that we have done. Dust can help us see the places that it's absent in our house. Where have you put your attention and your energy? Where are there no signs of a little death, but rather of active life? That worn rocking chair in the corner of the room, it's dust-free. Was it because you were binging your favorite shows from it or eating meals on it or piously enjoying morning prayer? The lack of dust, that can reveal the well-trodden paths of our days. These dust-free zones show us what we do make time for, just as much as the dusty places point out what we don't make time for. Close examination of our daily lives is an important part of Lenten spiritual practice. It can be for some of us a solid chance at a New Year's resolution redo, a resolution made easier because it's only 40 days and that's just enough time to really change a habit and get back on track. And I imagine that you and I are here because we find Lenten practices like examining dust or placing ashes on our foreheads 
to be helpful reminders of how to get those wayward parts of our daily rhythms back in sync with the people we want to be, the people we know God made us to be. But Lent is more than just self-examination. And when the liturgy and scriptures for today tell us that we are dust, I think there's more to it than a simple invitation to a self-cleaning of the soul. The first mention of dust in the Bible is in the beginning, when God created humanity from the dust of the earth. And the word shows up soon after at the first mention of humanity's demise, when God tells Adam that because of his disobedience, he will labor over that dry, dusty earth from which he came until he returns back to it. And so begins the story of the cycle of human lives being made and unmade, of our souls being built up and torn down, of our spirits dying and rising anew. Dust is meant to remind us of our mortality. And so each year on Ash Wednesday, as a church, we recall the meaning of the dust of us. This word dust shows up in half the books of our Bible. It occurs more than a hundred times. Scripture has a lot to tell us about how we are like dust. We read that we are like dust that blows in the wind. We're here one moment and then gone again. Now, it may at first highlight to us our insignificance being blown away in the wind, highlighting that our life is fleeting, that we don't have much time on this earth to do much on this earth. But did you know that the dust that blows from the Sahara Desert across the Atlantic Ocean is what fertilizes the Amazon rainforest? Dust may be fleeting, but it's here long enough to leave an impact as it passes by. We are told in scripture that we are as numerous as the sand on the shore, as numerous as the dust of the earth. And yet God knows each speck of dust by name. We may be small, but we are significant. We come from the same dust as all other living things in this grand, marvelous world. We are one of many of God's creation and we are also an integral part of the ecosystem of this earth. Now we all know that dust is made up of hair fibers and dead skin cells and dead bugs and dirt and plastic and bits of plastic and all those kinds of things. But did you know that all that dust debris is still so small and so light that it can stay suspended in the air for up to five days? All that stuff it fills an almost imperceptible speck that is light enough to rise up into the sky and affect our weather patterns. Dust, it creates a kind of nucleus for a raindrop or a snowflake. True fact, inside every drop of rain and every flake of snow is a piece of dust. 
And dust doesn't just float up, it also falls down from space. Each year, the Earth gains about 40,000 tons of cosmic dust. Scientists call these micrometeorites. This dust is responsible for the beauty of our sunrises and sunsets. Here's how. The dust in the atmosphere absorbs the blue and the green colors that reflect from the Earth, which allows the bright oranges and pinks and reds to be made visible and streak the sky. It's the dust of certain chemicals that creates the color in the firework explosion. And that oily residue in dead human skin cells that is a part of dust. It's been linked to lower levels of toxic ozone pollution in our homes. Dust. It may be dead skin cells and dead stars, but from these dead things, we get showers of rain and blankets of snow, the blush of sunsets, an explosion of color and cleaner air. Even as we live, the dead parts of us are creating and sustaining life all around us. And so maybe, just maybe, to remember that we are dust is not just about recalling our fleeting existence or nitpicking about all the things we've done or left undone. Maybe to remember that we are dust is to remember that we are an intentional and integral part of a larger created world. We're a part of the cycle of something so much bigger than us. But without us, it would not function as it does. For all that human beings have left undone, for all that we do poorly, we also do a lot to keep this world going simply by living and dying within it. So let this Lent be a time to remember that your presence matters on this earth. And that's why, that's why you should take on or give up practices in Lent. That's why you should amend your ways, because you are the stuff that sunsets are made out of. What kind of world might we create together if we remembered that? I wonder if we might become the kind of people who do our Lenten practices not to be pious or to look pious or to feel spiritual, but rather to loose the bonds of injustice and free the oppressed. Might we create a world of people who bring the homeless poor into our homes, clothe the naked, and are courageous enough to face injustices within our own families. When we remove the pointing of our fingers and the speaking of evil from our lips, we will know that we are living into Isaiah and Jesus' vision for us. Justice is the spiritual practice that flows in the rhythms developed in Holy Lent. Lent reminds us that we are mortal. And that means something. For if the dead bits of our lives have the capacity to create color explosions in the sky, what might the living bits create? Okay, if you think dust might be kind of cool now, raise your hand. 
a little bit. Okay. Oh, there you go. A few more hands. Then let's use it, this Lent, to inventory our lives. Use it to inventory your life so that you might live as you are meant to live. You are dust, after all. <laughs>